to Jack Rose, to Jack Rose. We are live. Excellent. Yeah, Matt, thank you for being here. Dude, What's up? Thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Goodness gracious, our first guest, and it's, it's <laughs> the, the shaman, Matt. That's an honor, man. Goodness gracious, an honor to have you, man. What's been up? What's up? Chilling, dude. Nothing. Yeah. I just been told you all I've been doing is the solo podcast on Patreon. And yeah. Something I thought I would hate doing, dude. And I've, I've been liking it a lot. You know, talking to, I've been talking to myself so much before that now I could, I'm like, no, no, I'm, this, is, I'm, this is good. This yeah. is good. I'm talking to myself first thing in the morning for an hour in my basement. <laughs> you do it first thing in the morning? Yeah. Cut the lights. Sometimes I do it in the dark with my eyes closed. Nice. <laughs> just get as weird as fucking possible. <laughs> I feel like at that point you're flexing. You're just like showing off. But it's all audio, so you never know. Yeah. But yeah, I am, like, t- I am no, flexing. I'm, just, I'm telling people like, yeah. I'm just connect. I'm in here connecting with the material. I'm right in the now. cypher. Yeah. I'm in, I'm, yeah. I'm in the cypher. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading something recently about like what monks, what a monk was saying, like five things you should do in life were. And one of them was as soon as you wake up, you should like meditate on death. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, definitely. that's probably yeah. how I'm going to start my days now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to always be thinking about that. Yeah. God, that's the most gangster shit I think I've ever heard in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah, man. Just wake up every morning and think about death. Yeah. You're the right. other ones are like, drink water, like, <laughs> go down in nature. Yeah. No, he's right. That's, yeah. that's, that's the right yeah. call. Everyone should be thinking about that as much as possible. Like, do, you, do, you, do you think about death? Like, what have you, uh, like, what conclusions about it? What makes you comfortable with it, I guess? Uh, fact that I'm healthy right now. <laughs> fact that I'm healthy. <laughs> uh, like, that's way down the line. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I, I just, you know, uh, the thing that makes me the most comfortable with it is thinking about how, you know, we're essentially just like cosmic energy and we just go back into that. So it's like you shed your person, you know, you shed your personality that falls away and that's, that's tough to grieve, but you're like, Hey, I still am infinite energy. That's pretty sick. Yeah. We're going to get enlightened this episode. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's like, going to be our last episode of two Jack Bros. You might just it's stop. Be the you might just stop. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think about that's that a crazy. lot. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm, I, I mostly fear freak accident. Yes. That's my biggest, like, I'm I want even, a big build up. I do. I'm kind of a prima donna about how I die. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm concerned that it's going to be like, Sudden, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, not concerned in that, uh, you know, like I, I guess more like I, I, I will never have my affairs in order enough to just go instant. True, you that's know? a good point. And yeah, I, I just, I just want like the build up. I want like the like. Did you ever see the movie Stepmom? Where she like sits with like a blanket on her and just like sits out back, and everyone's like, "You're just gonna die." So well, go. yeah, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's I want the full, full just. Full experience. Yeah, I, think I like well, to know for like ten years. I'm like, dude, you got ten years. Like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think I might, I might want both. You want both. I want a little bit of time with the blanket. Yeah. And then right before I get to the point where I'm like, I don't want to live anymore. It hurts. Yeah. Just like a fucking like somebody's hot air balloon just dislodges and the basket falls on me <laughs> out back. Just like some weird freak accident. That yeah. would be kind of nice. Yeah. It'd be pretty sick. Just to throw people off. Yeah. Because it, it would. It would for a split second, you'd find out, like, you know, you know how Sydney died? Like, a, a hot air balloon basket fell on top of him. And for a split second, people who know me would be like, did he try to catch it? <laughs> 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 so I'm excited about, like, leaving a little bit of mystery. True. About, like, what it, like, how did I get into that situation where that happened? Yeah. Or to pay somebody to disappear your body. 
like you have like like a, you know a couple months ago, and you just don't tell anyone. You just vanish. People are like what the fuck? I then you get ascension rumors. If you're like if you vanish is like say you know say you live like the right like you left like eighty. Yeah. And you just you're gone. People it would be so mysterious. Like dude, you just disappeared. Dude, that might be the best way to guarantee that Ansley never finds another love after I go. <laughs> That's, a good, point, yeah. That's a good point, too. That's a good point, too. He's around here somewhere. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> either you'll think that or you'll dedicate the rest of your life to finding out what happened to me. Yeah. Oh, but I thought I'd be the per- Like, who are you going to ask to do that? that you, think you thought I was going to pay you to disappear my body? <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you trust that you don't think is going to give that secret away? That's not going to like... It'll be a whole industry by then. Yeah. yeah. It'll be. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not going inside the family. No, yeah. okay. No, family's too yappy. I don't think anybody in your family could hold that secret for no. more than a year. Yeah, if you faked your death at 80, just yeah. enjoy like two more years of just like, yeah, nobody knows where I am. That would be really nice. <laughs> would be Wait, sick. when I'm 80, you still don't want, when I'm 79, you still don't want me to enjoy life with another man? Nah. Oh, definitely not. Especially <laughs> nah. not then. Especially not then. And still no stepdads. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no step grandpas. None of that shit. Yeah. I'm not having any of that shit. True. Yeah, yeah, you need like the Tupac thing around your death. People need to be like, nah, he's alive. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> that would be pretty sick. Yeah. I'll be like, like theoretically 89 and be like, we haven't found a body yet. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Today would have been his 120th birthday. <laughs> 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 yeah. So we're joined here by Matt McCusker. You may know him from Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Uh, he's also an author of mm. the novel Overlook. Yep. You know? And uh, just just an just an outright shaman, an award winning stand up comedian. A long time ago. Yeah, but you, that award doesn't go away. True. Yeah, true. It's you're in my st- basement. You're, you're still on the Mount Rushmore. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt uh, graced us with being our first guest ever on Two Jack Bros, and you know how we do it here. We're Dude. trying to find enlightenment. We just have uh, maybe we just have a sense of humor that's a little bit of an inappropriate, right? So we brought. The ultimate scamp. True. Like the, the bad boy, the, co- the comedy bad boy, Matt McCusker, who's like, you, you, so higher consciousness stuff isn't something that you shy away from, right? No, not at all. Yeah. I, I would say I pig out on it. <laughs> I think I pig out on higher consciousness stuff. So what, what do you think about the, the possibility of, of achieving it? Like, what do you, do you think our quest is noble to be, to not have to change our inappropriate sense of humor and still achieve a higher consciousness. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you can achieve higher consciousness without letting go of what you deem inappropriate, especially in the realm of humor. Mm. So if you're judging people, what people are laughing at, you're probably, I mean, do you ever see the scale of consciousness? It goes from zero to a thousand. What? Yeah. Humanity's sat in like anything under 200 is not life affirming and humanity as a whole has been in like 180 for a long time. We're now wow. at two. We're now collectively around like 220 something. How do what do they rank this on? Uh, How it's, do you? It's a good question. This is it's a, this is kind of a sore spot. A, a guy determined this by doing a applied kinesiology, which are, which is muscle testing. You hold your elbow. You hold your arm out, and if you're you're like uh, encountering a falsehood, your elbow will dip a little bit. But this if it's is our true, kids' favorite game right now. <laughs> yeah. To tell if each other's lying. Yeah. <laughs> so he he used that and he did this whole scale and he would just like test certain things like oh, is it over 300 and you know and yeah. it was, it was, it was, it, your arm would go down <laughs> this guy wrote like thousands of pages the, the books are fantastic it's just yeah. the method is highly controversial huh it sounds like he started out like he he got his measurement system 
using someone like me because like <laughs> any other scale is like your one to ten mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. something that you can quantify <laughs> you know, like, i don't know a thousand <laughs> i think i'm a thousand well, the coolest thing about the test i've read a lot of this guy's books the coolest thing about the test is people would use it and they're like i'm not this is bullshit and he was like well it turns out if you're below 200 on the consciousness scale, it won't work for you. <laughs> so it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's built in to like determine if people have like a, they like bad intentions. The test won't work for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how awesome is it though, that you have a thing going on that it's set up so that when somebody's like, this is bullshit. You're like, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking good for you, but like, dude, the other stuff this guy writes is, it's fantastic. He writes specifically about how to, because when you go up to a thousand, that's, that's enlightenment. Yeah. You know, but anything over 200 is good. Okay. Where is he at? Is he at a thousand? Uh, I, he never really discussed his own score, but yeah, the last book I listened to him is just question and answer. And Hey, he's just rattling off answers to questions that I'm like, guys, he's up there. Yeah. He's up there. All right. So, his name's David Hawkins, I think. David Hawkins. We'll check him out. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty we'll good. Actually, you gave me, uh, I've, I've been, you gave me some reading mm-hmm. that he, his original study, I think it was, and you told me like to skip to like deep chapters. Yes. That was, yeah. Power versus force. Power versus force. Yeah. Skip to, yeah. The, the whole first half of every book of one of his books talks about applied kinesiology and it's like, <laughs> it's goes into like serious detail and it's like, yeah. dude, please talk about outer space. Explain <laughs> outer space. Please explain God to me. I don't. I, I get it. It's cool. Yeah. But yeah. I, I love, dude. His books are fantastic. That's what's about just me. having the scale of consciousness is cool too. Yeah, it is pretty cool. That is. It's. It's just. Just having something to be able to look at a person and be like, four hundred. That's, yeah. that's a four hundred. Four hundred. Four hundred is the area of the intellect. That's like really smart people who haven't got out of linear thinking, but are like the height of linear thinking. Man. That is uh, now. Now I want to, of course, take back that exaggeration of four hundred because one of my <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is a person that you know is a fucking idiot trying to declare that someone else is a genius. Yeah. Do I hate yeah. being? Oh, this person's a genius. Like, how would you know what a genius <laughs> is? <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way you can determine what a genius is. Yeah. You know yeah, that's a fair. I guess who? Yeah, who can reliably do that? I can't. I don't feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. What, I can, what I can say for sure is like, that person's really good at that thing. Yeah. Like, that's all I can really say for sure. Or it's like, that person seems smarter than me. Yeah. Like, once you're smart, like, I don't know, I don't know what the difference is between smarter than me and a genius. I think the literal term of a genius is somebody who's like, possessed by the thing they're doing to the point where you feel like it almost comes outside, from outside of them. A genius was like it comes from like the daemon thing from like yeah. your demon from ancient Greece. Genius is somehow is linked to that, like somebody who's in complete possession of their daemons, yeah, and just you know, in different areas. So you could be like a genius douchebag. Yes, like if all you cared about was like getting pussy and money. Oh yeah, you could yeah. no, like, <laughs> literally you could be. You could be. <laughs> so so I guess I take it back. So like when you say somebody when they're like the baby is a genius, like yeah, I guess he is. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You, you know, it's like... He's about getting pussy and money. Like, that's all he seems to be about. Yeah. He lives that. He exudes that. Yeah. Genius. What's well, also, too, I think it's something, they, they phrase it as it's something people possess. Like, you possess genius, and it just means, like, single-minded focus in one area where it, it almost you're compelled against your will. Yeah. That's interesting. 
I mean, I, I, I guess that's an interesting way to look at that when, because you can easily, any, anybody can identify like that person seems to be possessed, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's easy to see when you think about like musicians and artists that way, because like you see how much musicians live lives that are like detrimental to them. Yeah. And you're like, you know, like, why can't they stop like destroying themselves, you know? Yeah, it's a demon, dude. I guess it always annoyed me when they would say somebody like like Pamela Anderson's a genius. Like really? Yeah. Like, why is she a or who was the who was the, the one chick that Kardashian was getting genius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she's married to Kanye, so. Is is he Kong. a genius? Is, is Kanye a, a genius? <laughs> I, I used to hate when people said that, and now I'm kinda like, yeah. Yeah, you think he's a genius? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about something funny the other day where if um if Kanye runs for president again. Yeah. I'm going to run for Kanye. Okay. Yeah, because like Kanye, like the, what is Kanye West has uh, transcended the human that is Kanye. Like it's a mantle now. Like somebody has to be that. Like you can't, you can't be Kanye in president. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're so diametrically yeah, opposed. Yeah, true. Yeah. Right. But somebody has to be Kanye. There has to be a Kanye. If he now. becomes a, pre- it would be funny if he became the president, which is like talked like Mike Pence. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> it's like a human cornfield. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I agree. Take a look at that. Uh. Yeah. All right. So it's a fair point, dude. Yeah. Someone's going to have to inhabit that. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, everything he's doing rules. I know. I saw, I saw your eye go up when I said that. Like, Did are you s- going to also run for Kanye? Dude, that no, would be I could I don't know. both ran I for could, Kanye. I couldn't, dude. I couldn't. <laughs> I, like, I like how he fired that guy recently. Everyone's kind of getting pissed at him. Yeah, there was wait, a story. He fired know. one of his sound engineers and te- fired him through text and said, "Go find God." Damn. But the guy, so you see the headline, you're like, man, that's you know, whatever. I didn't even think that was mean. I was like, yeah, well, see what happened. And he, the guy, was two hours late. Yeah. He like woke up and was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I slept in." And he was like, "Don't come in, you're fired." The guy was like, "Well," he was like, "Go find God." Yo, Kanye's trying you're working to at a high level, dude. Yeah, yeah, you're working at a high level. You yeah. can't sleep in and be two like, hours oh, is man, way too long. I snoozed. Yeah. It's like, gone. <laughs> yeah. I also find it somewhat uh, poetic that Kanye fired his sound engineer through the wit- written word. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do you sleep in, though? I don't know. On that. It's like, how, how jaded are you to everything in your life where you're like, I forgot to work on Kanye's new album and the whole entire world. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I was so sad last night. Like, what was he doing the night before? Yeah, no, he's, watching, he's having way too good of a time. Yeah, he was just watching, like, Terminator 2. He's <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I should have stayed up. I was trying to catch up on the Matrixes because the new Matrix is coming out. <laughs> That's sick. All right, so, Matt, what we're going to do uh, on the show, and we hope this is going to be kind of uh, the rubric for how all of our guests mm. are going to go. So we're basically going to go through the process of... Uh, Opening up the chakras, I guess. Nice. We're going we're gonna to go through. If you've seen Avatar, The Last Airbender, seen it. the Guru episode, yeah. is basically <clears throat> what our show is. That's awesome. Yeah. That yeah. was one of the best episodes, by the way. It is. Wow. And we never get past the second chakra here. Like we, really? I mean, because we, we always get sidetracked. We, we usually don't even start until, I mean, we're, we're starting way early. Now. Yeah. Like, we're usually bullshitting for You're way just, long. like, done, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm really excited about this. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about like to go through this whole entire process and then become enlightened through your experience. Nice. Right. Cause that's, that's what we're trying to do. Cause if anybody can figure it out, we'll all know it. True. Right. That is a fact. 
So before we uh, before we even get into this, one of the questions that I have is uh, like, what situation or experience in your life do you feel like you got the most information from? Uh, being divorced. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. That that was like. Um. That was when I was like, all right, because I was just fucking off. Like it, in every dimension of my life, I was just like, whatever, yeah. whatever. And then you go through that and you're like, oh my God, the repercussions <laughs> to stuff are so fucking real. <laughs> I can't say whatever to things. <laughs> yeah, easily. I would say hands down. Yeah. Like what were some of the immediate repercussions that like brought you out of your, your Peter Pan lifestyle? Uh, were you Peter Pan and is that what you're, were you? Yeah, I would say just, just yeah. like not having any fucking idea. What up? Excuse me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you, you don't have <laughs> to for this. Episode, I know. I'm just, but yeah. What is also funny to me to be like, trying to... <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it, it, the answer the first, I kind of forget your first question. You were saying it was like, uh, yeah, it, it definitely made it, it wasn't even Peter Pan. It was like, I had just. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. So yeah. then like, you know, when you like break up when you're younger, it's like, I was still in that mode of high school being like, oh man, I'm breaking up with my girlfriend. And it's like, just be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's crying. <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah, like yeah, being yeah. a <laughs> moron. Yeah. And then, yeah, you get to an age where like, you see like devastation in terms of a relationship. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I need to be more conscious how I live my life. This, this can go very badly. So, I mean, so, the, so, what, do you remember like the first thing you felt like you needed to like because every now and again like you hit a rock bottom and you're like i need to change this you know yeah it wasn't there yet i was just okay. like this is fucked but i'm the best <laughs> <laughs> i was still like i'm the best this is sad and fucked up but i'm gonna go be the best and then you know it, it, i always i've talked about this before how it's like especially when you're in like a long-term relationship like that the picture you build of yourself as a single person it's just completely a fantasy story. Mm-hmm. I remember just being like, dude, if I were single, I, and it, you, you get out of it and you go, oh, I remember this. I was kind yeah. of like, angst, like angsty and like yeah. weird and I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to get out here and crush it like I thought it, you know, and it's just, it's yeah, just yeah, funny yeah, to yeah. come to grips with that. Like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, did you start blaming like when you were in the relationship, like blaming things yeah. on her? You're, like, yeah. you're I'd like, be so much better. Like, oh, all this baggage. Yes. It not, yeah, that's, that's a tough way to put it, but yes. <laughs> no, you start to build this fantasy of like, because I, I didn't have any, like, I didn't know how to cook before. I didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I know how to cook now. I should just be single. Like, I could, <laughs> yeah. that would, if I knew how to do that, this would be crazy. Yeah, I, I, I have not dated from my tw- 20s. Yeah. Like, so... We'll say, I mean, our relationship wasn't all peachy in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So we'll say from like... Dated a little bit during the early Yeah, yeah. Day, <laughs> day, day, a few, few days while we were together. Uh, uh, but from my mid-20s until now. So yeah. for like 15, 16 years, I've been completely out of the dating pool. And not only that, everything changed. It went from analog to digital in the time that... Yep we've been together oh yeah yeah so the, the world like is all different. the dating sites and stuff you, like you got those, out ooh. yeah you got out at the the absolute perfect time yeah the longer you date into adulthood it's like stinks dude yeah <laughs> and, it, and it, it, i i understand what you're saying because I, I i laugh about it all the time like you know you walk around the grocery store as a as a man in a relationship with a different kind of confidence yeah than when you're single and when you're in a relationship you leave the grocery store and it's like 
man, I'm such a good guy for not hooking up with all those chicks that wanted me in the grocery store. They were falling all over me. Oh, yeah. See when that chick said hi in the bread aisle? Who says yeah. hi in the bread aisle like that? Yeah, dude. It, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and it's like, and then you'll see, you see guys that you can tell are single and just like walking around. Like, with, like, like you said, like they're, like they're not relaxed. Their shoulders aren't completely relaxed. They look yeah. small. You know, like every girl they pass, they shrink a little more. And I'm growing like, dude, it's easy. Just do like I do. <laughs> just be confident like me they love this shit you know and it's uh yeah but if god forbid i had to be single again i couldn't imagine i Tough, think man. i would just like monk out and just be done with it all yeah date, dating in adulthood is like selling drugs in adulthood it's like the same thing it's like when you're younger it's like yeah okay like when you do it into your like 40s and 50s it's kind of like oh fuck yeah it's like, shitty i fucked up my life clientele the clientele <laughs> switches up <laughs> the clientele's not as glamorous <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're, we're cooking we're cooking we're cooking we're cooking hopefully, we're I did, hopefully that, was, that was the first thing that popped in my mind I yeah couldn't. no no i mean that's 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 preferably how we would want you to answer it yeah. You know, like, what's, what's the first thing that comes to your I mind? Didn't because- see, I didn't see people as three-dimensional creatures until then. I was just kind of like, cool, cool, cool. And you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so how, how would you say you learned to overcome fear? <sighs> um, the most recent, well, so there's, the most recent thing was doing the five grams of mushrooms. Because okay. I was kind of like, well, I, I, I've had, like, really bad anxiety, like, when I was younger. And I'd always was like, you know, had, when I did the mushrooms, I was nervous to do that much. I was like, what, what's going to happen? What if it goes wrong? And I was like, I just want to do the thing that really to, to answer your question, you have to do the thing you're afraid of. Yeah. You have to. It's like, you know, unless it's like something like crazy, like, you know, I wouldn't like jump off the roof. Like that'd be a bad thing. But like, yeah. if it's like, a I always wanted to know what it was like to take a man's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> within reason. Yeah. Within reason. I'm, I'm so scared. But Matt said, <laughs> dude, it's you have to if there's like things you don't that make you kind of uncomfortable that keep coming up you have to, you have to face yeah otherwise your life just keeps shrinking the thing for like fear like panic or anxiety i didn't this is from david hawkins who did the consciousness scale is you focus on the physical sensation of fear so you disengage from thinking right like there's a whole thought process that just keeps triggering fearful sensations disengage from the thought process say, all right i'm going to focus on the physical sensations of fear and you boil them down to like, you know, what do I have? Like a tight chest. My stomach feels weird. I'm breathing. You kind of attack it like you would a sprained ankle. Where you're like, can I take the physical feeling of fear? Can I handle this right now? So yeah, I could, you know, just the physical feeling. And then you just let go of trying to control or have anything to do with it. And it kind of mitigates itself. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like that, that's why a lot of these uh, emotions, these emotions that we maybe put a pejorative connotation to, like fear, anxiety. I think a, when they cause a problem is when you are trying to avoid the feeling that comes with them mm-hmm. without dealing with the feeling. Exactly. Know? And that dissonance, I guess I would call it, is what, it's why everybody's just, you know, you're mm-hmm. just like all weird. Yeah, because you're, you're supposed to like think your way out of it, but that's the thing that's creating it in the first place. Yeah. All right. That was good. Mm-hmm. That's, Very good. That was the first chakra. Yeah, butthole chakra. Butthole, we got a butthole. <laughs> open. I can now let go of my Kegel. I've been squeezing yeah. it yeah. the whole time <laughs> to charge up my Kegelini. I felt that. How did your butthole feel? Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Moving along. I mean, we're trying to like we're hope hopefully you know we'll open up our we're joining chakras by the oh, yeah, yeah. through Matt. So yeah, you know how open do you feel like your butthole got from that? 
Well, I want to I want to go implement it because, um, you know, like it made me think about jujitsu because sometimes still when like I get there's certain people when I'm rolling with, I still get very nervous like mm-hmm. and like, you know, get that whole like, oh, my God, I'm underneath them. I'm claustrophobic, you know, like and like, I don't know, any any different way to think about it there. I feel like is a good way to think about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So how, so how do you feel like you apply it? I'm just going to go roll with all the douchebag guys I don't, I don't like to roll with. You mean all the geniuses at our gym? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not douchebags, but like... The genius. As yeah. you were talking, <laughs> I was like, fuck, I forgot Angela could kick my ass. I was like, fuck. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so this is... Uh, so this next one, this is the one where we, we typically get here in, <laughs> at, at the end of the episode, and this is like the, where we get. Yeah. So uh, this is... Uh, a segment that we call My Bad. It's our favorite segment. Yeah. And this is what you, you just basically, you send out an apology to any person, place, or thing, any noun mm. that may, that f- throughout the week or maybe throughout your life that you feel like will make your energy even by, by getting that out. Right. Oh, dang. Yeah, we, I mean, we do this every week, so it gets, it gets it's tough. It's very good, yeah. I think yeah. it's kind of a, what have I, whom have I been shitty toward? I mean, obviously, there's the issue of I, I haven't done this in a while, but I should probably apologize for stealing from self checkouts. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I should just squash that. Just you just apologize. like slip one by into the bag? Like one, two, five. <laughs> 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 Whatever's on the bottom of my cart. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I've been no freebies. I'm trying to get out of that, though. I, yeah. would, I would apologize to multiple. Large chains. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you have to apologize to the most? I don't want to say. Uh, okay, fair. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's off, you know, off the record. All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to just the you know seven major corporations out there. I'd like to <laughs> yeah. apologize to all the. Uh, but the don't board, you feel the, like the a little holders. bit like a Robin Hood? Yeah, dude. But then it's like, still, you're still stealing, dude. Yeah, and I'm not giving it to anyone. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just <laughs> keeping it <laughs> and eating yeah, it. <laughs> I mean, but. Like the 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 Robin Hood equation works because you're, you're you're stealing from a major corporate entity. That's what I always said, and it's it's like again, I don't feel badly like that. It's just like I don't want to be operating on that level, just like thievery. Yeah, you know, it's like I I don't need that. I don't need that charge. I don't I don't like you know. If someone's like, I just stole all of everything from Amazon. It's nice, cool, <laughs> yeah, yeah. good job. Yeah, but yeah. I just don't want to. You know, I just that's a thing I don't want to tangle with. You know, it, 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 is, it is weird when you go from being, because, you know, as you get into your older age, when you're trying to separate yourself from, like, activities like stealing or, like, starting arguments or being a problem, like, yeah, problem yeah. shit, it's really, you just don't want the hassle of the consequences of it. Anymore. You know, like, before, the consequences of it were exciting. You know, you're thwarting this corporate entity, you're not being arrested, but now it's, like, at the idea of, like, me being caught and having to fucking try to negotiate out of being a thief to some 18-year-old teller. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want that in my life. Do you have a story in your head every time if you got caught? You'd be like, oh, my oh, bad. Yeah. I didn't oh, mean yeah. to. Like, oh, it yeah. just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what's, what's your story, man? You're giving it up. It's, you just act completely flustered. And you're like, what? You're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. You laugh. <laughs> Yeah. You got me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do now? Go to jail? Because I think I'd have to legally leave the store before you could actually arrest me. How do you know I know how to operate? I didn't. You know, you don't. You're just assuming I know how to operate this machinery. I have like 
30 minutes I'm worth so of exposition. <laughs> <laughs> like this oh we pay here i thought we just scan our stuff and yeah. go see someone i thought oh there you are yeah <laughs> dude i love you just start listing things from their handbook you know like when you were like yeah i think i really have to leave the store for you to actually call me a thief but no big deal i mean can you look up a lot of stores have no chase policies too yeah, yeah. i've yeah. talked to people they'd be like yo our store has a no chase i'm like nice <laughs> yeah i feel like worked at sports authority yeah. no chase when you what you do is uh <laughs> you, you go up to the person that seems like they love their job the most yeah. You know, like that annoying anal person. And you look at what kind of footwear they they have on. No. If they have on sneakers, they don't have a no chase policy. Uh, <laughs> if they have on Crocs, yeah. no chase. Foreman Mills has a chase policy. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw someone chase and like drag somebody back in there one time. <laughs> Foreman Mills sick. has a very respectable chase policy. <laughs> it was really good. I was in there. I stock up on sweatpants every winter at Foreman Mills. Yeah. And uh, I saw someone chase. They, dude, <laughs> it was crazy. Like, just, like jumping turn style. Just dragged a teenage girl back into the store. I was like, sit down. I was was like, it one Whoa. person? Yes. Dragged the person? Yes. Wow. Wow. Could you know those imagine? dudes in like windbreakers? Like security windbreakers? You're like, yeah. Joe, this guy on that took off and was like, Bleh. just Fred Flintstone. <laughs> like a. That's, there was a one big, was it a big person dragging him back in? That's, that's the thing. Like we were talking about in China. Like, the way they solve problems is they just throw as many Chinese people at it as they can. Yeah. Like, just imagining, like, 19 Chinese people dragging one little girl <laughs> back into the store. That's how they handled COVID. <laughs> yeah. That's why, we, that's why we were yeah. talking about it. You see the way they were trying to, like, make a person take a test or, like, make the person... Um, it was just, just a COVID test. They had, like, yeah. nine police officers holding it down. Yeah, that was a good time. That'd so, be nice if you were a sub, if you identified as, like, a submissive person sexually, and the government started just, like, <laughs> like locking you in. You'd be like, oh, yes. Like, <laughs> you just, like, open up your window. I'm an anti-vaxxer. And just, like, wait for oh, him to come. <laughs> it's, like, nine dudes in hazmat suit and knee on your back. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's all a hoax. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. Oh. <laughs> That's what's up, man. So that's the second chakra. That's, uh, that's, the, that's chakra number two. It's associated with pleasure and, and guilt. Nice. And it's in the pelvis, basically. Honestly. So now you can hump. Nice. <laughs> I'm free to hump. Humping muscles. Butthole open. Humping muscles. I mean, that, I, actually, yeah I, felt, yeah, I felt it come up. It's like, ugh, perfect. That's, that's probably why we typically stop here. I mean, this, yeah. is, we're, we're, this is who we are at people. Like, we're True. Like, we're pelvis. We're pelvis people. Pelvis butthole people, yeah. 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 There's yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, everybody's different. Exactly. Every couple's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're moving up, and uh, disappointment. This is about disappointment. Like, what, when you think of the time you're most disappointed in yourself, what was it? Uh, most disappointed. Uh, I'm on like a tri-weekly cycle of this. So every three yeah. weeks, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck that. I fucked up my whole life. <laughs> um, no, what would I most disappointed? Because man. well, I mean, I I do have to say this too because you honestly you you one of the most impressive work ethics of anybody that I've ever seen. Thanks, you know, like you definitely hold yourself accountable for getting stuff done and at a high level. And like you were saying, you're not late. You're you're very punctual for. I guess for like all of the Peter Panness that you have, you're also very responsible and get your shit done. You know, that was beat into me. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> sick. So yeah, so that makes me curious, even more curious. Like, where do you find disappointment? If if I mean you're accomplished, and uh, not necessarily even just accolades, but just in things that you get done. Like you've 
like over the past couple of years, you've you've finished writing more books than I finished reading. You know, really? Well, it's like once <laughs> it gets too. to the very very oh, end. Oh, to it's finish? Like, I fucking, yeah, yeah. I, hear I, I, I fucking know this. Those last now. I mail in those last twenty. I'm like, I yeah, get it. I fucking yeah, yeah, get yeah. it. Yeah. Is that, I mean, I did. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I do finish even when I'm reading the books instead of listening. I do finish the books, but the way I read, like, because I don't, I have such reading ret- like low reading retention. I have to read every sentence like three or four times. Yeah, I saw a guy who talked about this who said it's actually it doesn't matter if you finish books or not. You should just read them until you're interested. And if you're not interested, get another book. There's so much stuff to learn. It's like, why would you force yourself? Yeah. Just read it till you don't like it and just read something else. Yeah, and it's also, it's like, they're not gripping me in the end of this book. You gotta, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you keep me in this book. Yeah, you think you have, yeah, you think I'm just gonna follow along. Like, no. Especially when it's just the, the last like 20 pages is just kind of like a recap. Of everything yeah, you read. I hate that. It's like, well, I read everything three times already <laughs> just to get here. I don't need to recap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, I'm trying to think the last time I was really disappointed. Um, I don't know. I, I think. Have you ever had any, like, fatherhood disappointment? Yeah. I feel like that's where I get, like, yeah, like if, it, oh, if I don't go back into, like, the, oh, stu- like, there's some you can go easily. back, but you're like, oh, I was a child. Like, I was mm-hmm. a 20-year-old. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? But yeah, like, that's pretty regularly as well. It's on a yeah. bi-weekly cycle yeah. as well. <laughs> what, I'm trying to think specifically, though. It's like, what have I gotten bummed on? If I'm like, when I get disappointed in myself is when I, I just let myself get like negative in the house. And I know I'm like, if I'm not handling that well, or, yeah. if, or if I like get angry or like, like I stub my toe. We, we went away to a wedding in Chicago and she was, Brittany was in the wedding. So I, it was just me and Mai in this hotel room. I was the whole time like, she's just a wedding, I do everything, it's bullshit, so I was stewing all weekend, I'm stewing, and then like I hit my, I hit my toe really hard on, a, a, on luggage in like a pitch black hotel room when she had come back and Maya was there, and I was just like, oh, fuck, and just screamed in agony for like two seconds, and was just like, oh, I'm sorry, I, th- I think I broke it though, like, so I, was, I was disappointed, I let all of it out in, yeah. that, in that moment, and like cursed yeah. at the suitcase and like i tried to think of why it was her fault in that moment i was like Fuck, suitcase is right there and it's <laughs> i like thought about her being like don't put it there and i was like shut up <laughs> i want to put it there if you didn't say don't put it there i was so badly wanted her to be her fault it was her fault to me in that second yeah. and yeah. i was just like it's not and then i was like and i got kind of disappointed in myself i was like dude you're crushing the vibe right now yeah you're just bringing just nonsense well, I guess that's, that leads to a better question then, or I guess a more specific question for your case. How is it that you deal with disappointment? Let it go. Yeah. Inside, I let it go. Yeah, it's always... I chalk it up. I chalk it up. I don't like be like, hey, it's just like, you'll get them next time. Yeah. I don't, har- I don't harbor it. I just, or I don't like, you know, uh, fixate on it. I just go, you'll get them. I think that's a good way to handle it. How do you feel like you learned that? Because I think that is the difficulty. We all want to let it go, but how do you let it go? How did you learn to let it go? What was that process like? Dude, I'm going right back to David Hawkins. He wrote a book called Letting Go. <laughs> all, that's all it's about is how to surrender things and like just let them go. Just because you don't control life? Is that like... Mm-hmm. Totally. Right? And the, the way he says, especially if it's a big thing, like say you get fired and lose your job. You know, oh my God, it's crazy. You focus on the smallest possible thing that you can let go of about the situation and let go of that. So say it's like... Well, you know, I kind of like driving to work every morning for 10 minutes and listening. You're like, well, can you let go of that? It's like, yeah, I can let go of that. And once you start letting go of the small stuff, you can work up to eventually be like, yeah, I can let go of that whole thing. So I just find like the smallest possible thing about the situation that you can just be like, that's fine. Then it'll just kind of cascade upwards rather than trying to take on the big one at first. You know? Yeah. That 
piece of advice alone is worth listening to this episode. Yeah. The book's yeah. fantastic. I'm telling you, this is David Hawkins, man. This guy's <laughs> genius. It's, people just hate applied kinesiology. It's <laughs> like, just forget about that and read the books. And maybe it's right. I don't know. Dude, I'm, I'm not against the idea of the applied kinesiology. Like, I get this. I'm, I'm very into just kinesiology, period. And well, you're above 200. That's why. You're life affirmative. I can't help that. <laughs> I can't help that. Yeah. I'm like, probably like around 269. Like, as long as my seven, no. like, as long as my back two digits are 69, I'm good. I don't care. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's, that's cool. I mean, I hope that's something that people can, can take and, and apply, like letting go of the smallest thing that you could possibly let go and then moving on to the next. I don't think I've ever heard a better way to Mm-mm. deal with that. Yeah, dude's a genius. Yeah. Guy, this guy was for real. Yeah. Man, I'm glad, I'm glad you believed in his applied kinesiology enough to... Yeah, man. I just, I, yeah, I was like, this sounds cool to me. And then I read the yeah. rest of his stuff. I'm like, well, all this is cool. I don't care about that, but this stuff's cool. <laughs> and it's like, I try to do it to myself every now and again. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how this works. <laughs> that was actually the last time I was disappointed in myself. I, I was driving and it, trying to park my car. And, no, I was... Uh, yeah, I was, I know I was in New, New, Art, New Brunswick to go mm-hmm. to a show and like Brittany, the baby was sick and I, you know, I had to like go home and take care of the baby and I was like pissed that I had to leave. I was, I was upset with myself, but I was yeah. trying to answer questions on the way out of the parking garage. Like, should I really go home in another a shorthand <laughs> way to test yourself? I said, make this sign and see if you can break it with your finger. And I'd yeah. be like, I don't think I should go. And I was like, dude, just stop. Just go home. Sorry, actually, it turns out the universe is telling me not to through my body. This science. is truth detected. You got to trust the science. So I was disappointed you better not myself. call me with that, Cindy. <laughs> science says. Yeah. Getting in, an an argument that. in a parking garage and as you drive, like touching your <laughs> finger that I was deeply disappointed in myself I, I was just like just go man just come the highway forget yeah, about I, you, I have the answer <laughs> at the point where you're yeah that's awesome that's awesome grabbing at straws I'm like fuck dude <laughs> so like I'm 35 this is the best I can do <laughs> that, that is it's also I feel like you have a sense of humor that helps with that you know and which is why the whole crux of this is to not have to let go of your sense of humor because when you can see how silly a moment is, like, like in an argument, because any time we're in an argument, immediately I see how much of an asshole I'm being, even if I'm right. Even when I'm yeah. like gloating and I'm right and I'm like, I'm ruining this now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really fucking this up. I can't stop. Like, and then I'll like poke my head in. And be like, you know I was right, right? I'm like, oh, why am I saying Yo, this? Dude, yeah. Why am I saying this? I don't yeah. even care anymore. You know? Yeah, so we still uh, want that. Yeah, you still want the dub. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot, I feel like most of our arguments, what we do is we talk through what we find funny about what we want to say. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I think it was funny because I just want, I wanted to say fuck you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, it's funny because I wanted to be like, stop acting like a bitch, you cunt. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah. So, um. <laughs> All right, that is so... <laughs> like that, it's so funny. It's crazy. <laughs> it crazy? We're, we're such a good couple. <laughs> and that's our third chakra. That's our chakra that deals with confidence and self-esteem, and that's in your gut. Yep. Get your gut biome together. You feel good that you're. Yep. I just yeah. felt the shift. I felt it. Yeah. Oh man, there we go. Are you good? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And pro- that probably also allows you to hump better. That like facilitates the humping chakra for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a fuel tank. Yeah. If you want to. So we'll go to the next one. And this is, 
I'm always, I'm a little con- not concerned about this, but I'm just curious to see how this is going to go. But I guess the way I want to ask it is like, what have you learned from grief? Um, to be nice to people, to be nice as possible to everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. When you're grieving, that's that's the one thing. It's always like, I just want to be nice. Yeah. And it's you know it's the only thing that makes sense when you're grieving. It's like, let me just not be a dickhead. How much do you feel like you carry that over after the grieving period? I definitely I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. I don't want to spend that much time on that. They, they didn't yeah. spend that much time on the avatar. They just kind of like went through it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I'm not uptight about it. It's just like, yeah, yeah. anytime I've been like, when you really hit the fucking like, uh, like there, were, there was a time when before Maya was born, she, she, Brittany was pregnant, like nine months pregnant with her. And we were sitting there and, you know, we were having an argument, nothing like that crazy, but we were, we were you know, arguing. And I like went to the room and she went to go down the steps and then slid down the last like four or five, walked down, went bum, 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 bum. And, uh, you know, I was nine months pregnant. I'm like, felt so bad. And then she, she actually had like a little bit of bleed. Missed my, yeah, yeah. but in that moment I was like, you know, I I just went black. I was, yeah, that was like, that was, you know, it was a very small window of it, but it was, that was like pure grief. It was just like, yeah. Agony. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it's like such a hard thing to, to translate into another person's mind. So we, I mean, we, of course, like, you know, uh, like Ainsley lost her mother recently and that was tragic. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a very difficult thing, but something that's slightly relatable to what you're saying. Uh, so one of her twins, her, like we're again, nine months pregnant, we're close to the end of this and her heart had a little hole in it. Like it didn't finish closing up. Yeah. And, you know, they had to tell... You remember? You remember. Right? Oh, yeah. This yeah. is Wait, like... I remember this. It was like... And it was, and it was presented to us as like, oh, don't worry about it. This is something that it's like, this happens. It's probably just going to close up. And, you know, we just have to monitor it. And until we found out the next time that it did, it, was it, it dilated or undilated? However, whatever. Sure, yeah. The word dilated was being used. Mm-hmm. And... uh but that time period until I got the information that it was okay, it was, I, I mean, I was already grieving, you know, what could be the consequences of that situation. And it was, uh, it was pretty intense. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. It was, uh, and I'm not even going to lie to you, man. I was already planning to be a curmudgeon for the rest of my life. Like if something happened oh, to my yeah. daughter, yeah, like, yeah. like that. You know, I was just gonna like, I, how am I gonna fucking be nice to people? You yeah, know, it's crazy. But then it's also the flip side of that is like when you're actually in the situation, when a situation does occur, you actually have to grieve. You do keep coming back to that, like that, be nice to people. You know. Yeah, I think so. Especially, you know, it's just like it just puts everything in perspective. Like, yeah. what the fuck? My, my they, it puts all of your other problems into like absolute perspective. Where you're like, why am I freaking out about this shit? Yeah. So. I feel like it's the same I'm gonna mess up the saying like the same side of the coin or whatever but like it always makes me think like living i messed it up huh <laughs> no, <you didn't. laughs> um the uh like living in the moment yeah. you know because like um the same way like if you're living in the moment like you don't want to live in the moment and be a dick like you want to live in the moment be nice to be awesome right? though just <laughs> yeah. be in the moment, my moment fuck you man yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> well if yeah, that's for sure. truth you got to be truthful yeah right? yeah you know true your truth and be truthful <laughs> Um, it's the other side of the same coin. Yeah, that's what I said. It's not the same side of the coin. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I was, I was fully bought in. I mean, I get it. Like she messes up phrases constantly. I always, I always know what she's saying. We're just communicating through symbols, dude. The yeah. word, words yeah. are just words the are actually in, words are impediment to enlightenment. Yeah. But yeah. So you're just shedding, you're just yeah, shedding them, dude. It's fantastic. You're, skip, you're skipping ahead. Yeah. You're opening chakras ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, that, that's 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 our heart chakra. That's uh, love and compassion. We're we're opening. We're becoming enlightened. I feel it. I feel it's coming. It happening. It's coming. Yeah, I feel it <laughs> happening. Uh, this is more fun than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> it's very Good. fun. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. would be funny just to phone in all these answers, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that mean, was, dude. I remember that was like, it was only momentarily, but it was like before we went to the hospital and everything got, you know, like, oh no, she's everything's good, mm-hmm. dude. It was like everything just went black. I remember just being like, what the fuck. Do you, you remember get the this car ride? Sad? <laughs> Barely. Yeah. I remember just like clutching the counter and just being like, "Ugh." Yeah. And then finally, I'm like, we're fucking going to the hospital. And I was like, "Are oh, you good?" I was like, "Yeah." Wait, was 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 there any like, oh, "I'm never gonna argue with her again. I'm gonna let her win every argument from now on." No, it, I don't, dude. I didn't even. It wasn't even. I, my brain wasn't even working on that level. Yeah. It was just like, fuck, 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 yeah. fuck, fuck. When you yeah. say black, was like the world black and white, yes. or you were, yeah. it was just, just or was your wife? Black. It was like the blood. <laughs> <laughs> that's when, and that's when I realized, like, wait, my wife's black. No, it's like the blood got sucked out of my body. That's what yeah. it felt like. I felt like I had no blood in my body for yeah. like thirty seconds, and it all came back. And I was like, no, this is real. And I was like, all right, yeah. let's go deal with it. Yeah, it was Man. bad. That's wild, Man. The, ah, it's just like it's like the way I feel just hearing you say that. Like I can, yeah. feel, it's like ugh. Yeah. sucks, dude. Yeah, and just for the record, Matt does have a black wife. You just want to put that out <laughs> People don't believe me when I do stand up. They're like, "You really got a black wife?" I'm yeah, like, I've yes. seen people question you after it's shows. Cra- it's all it's or crazy. during shows. I've seen people question yes, that you guy did it the one time. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. yes, that's so wild. It is fun. It is funny when people are like, "Wow, that's crazy." Like, yeah, why? <laughs> it's also funny how easily people believe that I have a white wife. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the same side of a different coin, though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, it upsets me. <laughs> it bothers me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I love... We're my, both I, being yeah. accused of the same thing. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So we're going to move on to the next one. I was really excited about this one. What is it? Yeah. All right. So this is... Uh, we're, we're, at, we're at the, uh, the throat chakra. Nice. Right? And uh, this is you know, about trust and expression. And the way that we're going to come at it is, um, what is your favorite white lie that you've told? And extra points if it's an active white lie. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, my favorite white lie. Because uh, I just think, and I can t- like, tell you one of mine growing mm-hmm. up, is uh, I used to tell girls that I met that uh, I was born with a tw- like I had a twin that died it's not a white lie it's just an outright <laughs> lie it's an outright yeah. falsehood it was a white, twin. white yeah. lies when you like smooth over a thing you don't want to talk about yeah but that's this- a falsehood dude. <laughs> <laughs> you falsely represented yourself was- if that's what the bar for them hold on but it was it was it was an answer to why i was such an animated over the top yeah. person you know, so well, but it was like rather than tell the people, oh, because I, I'm I'm being raised by a single mom that doesn't teach me social boundaries. Fair, you know, okay. it was easy. To I see. Say, okay, well, yeah, when it goes when the answer goes that deep, I yeah, guess you, yeah. you get kind of some breath and like yeah, white lies. Depending on how deep <laughs> true, the true. truth is, 
you know that's a fair no that's fair yeah. that's fair that's now um, I take everything I say back that's a <laughs> totally valid white lie yeah I did I did tell uh, girls in college that at home uh, before before school I was in a gang but not but I was like like an accountant in a gang <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's actually that's, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a white lie yeah that's all right that's a white lie I don't know why everyone thinks my wife is white. <laughs> <laughs> Counting for the Crips. <laughs> yeah, I've seen their books. Oh, the Gangster's Disciples. Yeah, I balanced their ledgers. <laughs> yeah, I needed people to understand that I I did come from that life. Yeah, but that I wasn't a threat. True. <laughs> So it was, it was the easiest way for me to convey both things. It's like, oh yeah, I was in a gang, but I just did the books. <laughs> Were you ever in a gang? No, 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 no. I mean, I was recruited to be in a, a local gang. Nice. But it was like, I don't know, it just, it just felt like I was going to be hanging out with a bunch of dumb dudes. Yeah, it's kind of awkward. It's an awkward yeah. process. And it wasn't for me. Like, what are we going to do? What are our gang activities? Dude, my friend. Yeah. Did an itinerary? They, someone tried to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, unless you can give me a syllabus of what we're going to be doing all day long at the game. <laughs> my friend tried to get inducted, or they tried to induct my friend in a, in a gang when he was in prison. Um, he said it was like they were really sore about it. They were white supremacists. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm cool, guys. And they were like, you know, they're not like, you know, PA prisons is not, they're not as like strong or a threat. Yeah. Um. But he was he was saying they like gave him a lot of gruff. They they would like be like passive aggressive toward him. They'd be like fucking guy doesn't want to be in our fucking gang. Fuck you, dude. And he'd yeah. be like, sorry guys, dude. I just I want to be a Nazi right now. <laughs> kind of dealing with a lot right now. I'm processing a lot. I don't think becoming an active Nazi will help this process. <laughs> trying to, I'm over here trying to open up chakras, dude. <laughs> trying to reintegrate myself into society i just don't know that becoming a nazi is the right step right now for me this time yeah i think i might have been single-handedly responsible for another gang existing because when i like i did i really was like what are, what are we gonna do and like <laughs> <laughs> just schism well they were like one of the answers was that, like, you know, we'll fuck up any other gangs. Nice. Like, there is no other gang. Oh. There are no other gangs. Like, you're, you're starting the first gang. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And uh, I think they realized that and start like, telling people to form another gang. They, like, that gang started telling people they should form another gang. Really? And then, like, people formed another gang and they fought them immediately. <laughs> And they like stopped being a gang. Like, we didn't want to be a gang in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, that gang. It was. Uh, the itinerary was get jumped by that gang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so it was like all the, all the best fighters were in one gang. Yeah. And they convinced all of like, like the pretty boy dudes that you just want to punch in the face. <laughs> they convinced them to start another gang. <laughs> and then they fucked they them up. They beat them up for having a gang. Yeah. And that was, it was like, you know, it was like UN sanctions. It was purely, <laughs> totally legal, totally fine. I never realized until like now talking that out, like how, how much that made sense to do as a dude. It's yeah, like you start a game with idea. your boys and then you think about the types of dudes you want to fuck up, convince them to start a gang. And just beat them up. For being on your turf. Yeah. <laughs> another gang on our turf. It is. It's like starting a small country. Just, yeah. that's all you're doing. You're just messing around. You're just, you're just playing like clash of clans in real life 
basically like, I don't have an iOS. Yeah. So I'm just going to go clash with these guys. Yeah. To so punch that, these guys <laughs> <laughs> in real life. So that was my, that was my white lie. White lie. Right? So what was, what was your, what was your favorite All lie? Right, that's actually, okay. Um, my favorite white lie. Um, well, when I was just telling women I loved them when I was in high school, <laughs> I guess if we're going to do that. So at the time, I was incapable of actually feeling the emotion. And I, I just was covered that up by just being, I love you. All right. In, How many girls in high school did you love? <laughs> Not, uh, just a couple, like three, three or four. It's a lot of love. Yeah. Like in four years? Were they, were they like deep? Deep love? Three. I would say three, to be yeah. fair. A couple, a couple off the cuff. I would just be like, well, I love you. I love you. Yeah, be drunk. Yeah. Be like, Dude, I, 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 um, there was a couple. That was, that was probably that was, that was a pretty boy lie. Yeah. I think I loved not only every girl that I dated in high school, but every girl I had a crush on. I think I went through a period of loving her. You just love them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, I fucking love this girl. I love her, man. Yeah, I, used to fall, I'd be, I was kind of, I would fall in love when I was younger. I would talk to a girl name and be like, so much, dude. Yeah, <laughs> so I'd get her away message and be like, oh. <laughs> "Where is she?" Yeah, but I can't think of it, man. In terms of a white lie, it's like there that you know if, if that's the bar, then I guess there's that. But there's also like I don't know, man. I, I just I guess a lot of times people tell me stuff and I go like, "Nice." Yeah, it's my most common one, like, "Nice." Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, I didn't. Or I guess so. How do you feel about lying? Like, how often do you lie anymore? Try not to lie. Yeah. And if I do, try to address it immediately. Be like, that was a lie. Yeah. I lied. But I don't, I don't really have much to lie about right now. Yeah. I've, been, I've well, been living on the up and up, so I don't really... Yeah, when know. was the last time you had to be like, that was a lie? Uh, I've... Huh. <laughs> I peed the bed a little bit the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Peed the bed a little. Not a lot. It wasn't a full... I can't say I fully peed the bed, but it yeah. was the most I'd peed the bed in a long time. You, you wet the bed. You made it wet. Yeah. I, I, you know, it was... I was in a dream where I had to pee the whole time, and there was never a proper setting. It was always like there was like people following me, and I finally yeah. got a space, and it was just like... It was beautiful, too. And I was like, oh, my God. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, I'm good. I went and peed in the toilet, and then I got back in bed, and I was like, oh, man. I hit yeah. a spot. There, there's definitely a spot here. And uh, and Brittany's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm sweating, sweat a lot. That was a white lie. I was like, I sweat, sweat, <laughs> really sweaty right here. And she's like, did you pee the bed? And I was like, yeah, I lied. I peed a little, peed the bed a little. And I just laid a towel down. And just went Man. to bed. Oh, that was another the next white lie. Was she was like, it was disgusting. You just laid a towel down. I was like, I didn't want to wake you up. Yeah. I just didn't feel like I didn't feel like changing. The so. That's something so funny. And I copped it all. I said, yeah, I just, you know, I was embarrassed. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I was gonna put a towel down no matter what. I was gonna fight to put a towel down. If you wanted to change the sheets, obviously that would be fine. But so wait, did she roll into it? No, it was not. It was very. It was localized. Yeah, and yeah. I, I pretty much placed moisture in a... and I I like wrap myself in like pillows and stuff every night. So it was yeah. like I like clutch a pillow, one in my knees, one like I like, grab one. So I'm like pretty buffered. Yeah, and then <laughs> if I want to have sex with her, I like ditch my pillows and I'm like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, what's going on? I tossed an agendized cuddle on her the other morning. It was pretty nice. Yeah. So like anytime you do like like road construction, she knows something. <laughs> you like part ways. Man, that's like a it's like a I, I it's it sucks when there's like a tell, you know. With with like uh, I, I don't know. At least at least uh, we're talking about bays right now. Yeah. Right. When uh, and this is a very common thing when a guy and a girl they they sleep together, they're living together, 
and when the guy wants to have, they're already in bed, mm. and you want to have sex, like, there's that part of your brain that's like, oh, we're already in bed. Yes. <laughs> like, so most of that other stuff that we normally have to do before getting to bed, like, we don't, we can skip all that. Yeah. Skip right? the intro. Yeah. And just get to, you know, like, you know, poke, poke her in the back with it. <laughs> I like, at night, at nighttime, I like to use, like, the, like, there's, like, a boner sonar system you can use where you just kind of, like, pulse. You get against her and pulse, and if you get an echo pulse, they'll pulse back sometimes. Yeah. You get an echo pulse, you're like, nice, I'm in. You kind of have to check. You have to send, like, two more pulses. Like, was that just a fluke? <laughs> and then you get nothing, and you're like, fuck, dude, that, yeah. was, that was just me. I just eye pulsed and thought it was another, another pulse. <laughs> dude, what, some of the, I mean, one of the most embarrassing things is when, you, when, you, when it's not a, like, a sexual boner, and it's just like a, like a whim, a whim yeah. boner. Yeah. And you're like, and it's touching her. And she's like, I don't want to. And you're like, I didn't want to. Yeah. This. Like, I know, I know I have a boner, but it's not. It was in a, it's a medicinal boner more than anything. Yeah, this is just happening right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Having a, yes. Have a non-sexual boner. Yeah. That's, which is. Stop assuming. Most of my boners. Yeah, they happen. They yeah. definitely happen. I think I've literally used that phrase, non-sexual boner, <laughs> before. I just. One skin to skin contact. <laughs> yeah. Hold me. Yeah, that's uh, well. I'm, I'm holding you. Don't even. Don't even try. I'm big spoon. I'm mm-hmm, big spooning. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? Did you ever taste a little spoon though? She likes to be big. Spoon. <laughs> little spoon is nice. If you can get into yeah. it, just just let your guard down and take a little spoon for a while. Mm-hmm. It's pleasant. Ansley has like a so she's like trans romantic. Is that is that a way to say it? <laughs> like she wants to. She wants. Yeah. She she doesn't want to be a dude. But she wants, like, all the stuff that the guy gets in a relationship. True. Like, she wants the big piece of chicken. She wants to be the big spoon. Yeah. You know, she you like, should she, always, your portion should always be bigger. I, I fight with Brittany about that all the time. Yeah. We make portions. She's like, you got more than me. I'm like, I, I always will, and I always should. Like, yeah. this is your portion. This is mine. Brittany usually lets me eat first, and then he takes what's ever left. That, yeah, that's also a good move, too. Yeah, because I just got tired of fighting over portion size, where it's like, you can't finish that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's why I get it because I can finish it. You well, know? My thing is like, you can take more, but I'm also going to take more and have more than you. Yeah. So it's like, go ahead and load up your plate, but there better be enough for me to still have more than you. <laughs> it's not, yeah. If I see my plate and she has more than me, it fucks me up. I can't. I get so mad. We just have two giant piled plates in the house. <laughs> just like, oh, you know, just like back and forth. Yeah. So yeah, I think, uh, I think we handle that the best way possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So where are we at? We, um, we got you alive. We opened up that throat chakra. You feel it? Did it feel clear? Yeah, it, feel... it feels good. All right, cool. Um, Dude, asking people what they lied about most recently is the funniest fucking question. Yeah. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, that's for extra points as far as uh, higher consciousness is concerned. You can tell us any lie, you know, but like, I would love to hear a recent one. Like just like I would love to have. That was my, I peed myself. I peed the bed like three days ago. That was yeah. very recent. I would I would love if somebody had like an active white lie that they had to like then. Like, can I make a phone call? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're uh, we're moving along. We're getting into like the intellectual mm-hmm. part of it because we're so we we we're pretty much enlightened people at this point. Mm-hmm. Like we're like you know you're like I feel like this is where a lot of people would stop. Yes. I have, a, I have a lie that I haven't come clean to the <gasps> person without. Oh, well, let's hear we it. We have it, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was at work. Somebody had their dog there, 
And it was, I went back to the office and the dog was like out of the space it was supposed to be in. And it was just growling at me. And it was a little dog though. Yeah, yeah. So, but it was growling and it was yapping and I was like, had stuff to do. And I just left. <laughs> I was just like, okay, dog. <laughs> and I left. And then they got a phone call that somebody else came in and the dog ran out of the place, like out of the building, but hopped into somebody's car. And I was like, fuck, if like that dog ran away and like ran away, yeah. like that would have been my fault. Mm. Like well, it was all okay. Would it have been your fault? Uh, Did they say, I, hey, watch my dog real quick? No, no. But I should yeah, have it's... been like, hey, your dog's out. <laughs> your yeah, dog's yeah. like but that, that's attacking also, people. It's an interesting ethical dilemma, right? So you go into the room, you see the dog is out of this space. Now you went in, you saw it. You're yeah. aware that the dog isn't where it's supposed to be. But I didn't even know, like, like obviously the dog was not left free to roam the building. Are you trying to get rid of this lie or, yeah. or like, reinforce this lie? What are you trying to do I'm here? just saying that, like... Are you... <laughs> so the, dog, the dog's okay, though. The dog dog, did get, dog's great. Yeah. Got dog's picked great. up by someone else. You yeah. didn't know that, and you thought this dog had been possibly kidnapped, like, dog-napped. Well, I just heard the story afterwards, and it was like, oh, well, that could have gone bad oh, like gotcha, right gotcha, like yeah. that dog could have run out of the building and like but it was somebody else went in and let the dog out of the building like i didn't yeah i would say that dog... person would take the burden for yeah, that. yeah. He, whoever opened the door yeah yeah but the dog was already out of the space designated right. for a dog where if the dog was in that space when the door was open the dog yeah. would have been so far away from the door that he it wouldn't have, have gone, gone out, out yeah right? yeah so it's kind of like it's the owner you brought you brought your dog to work and it, something bad happened yeah yeah you couldn't yeah. place that on it i have two dogs i couldn't place yeah. Yeah. Is that off? Is that off your chest or in your? Is that is that out of your throat or in your throat? Now? <laughs> I'm, I'm better now. Yeah, I'm better. you're better. Yeah, what know. was the lie? What I was think... the lie of it? Well, like I tried to tell the person, like I came back and your dog was out. Like when, because I had to call them and be like, hey, your dog. When the when the dog got out of the building, I had to tell them like, hey, your dog got out of the building. So and so has your dog. They're like, well, how did my dog get out of the space? I was like, um. I don't know. <laughs> How did it yeah, get out of the space? But you don't know. It pushed its way out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But it was out of the space. But it was. You don't know. Acknowledge yeah, the fact yeah. that you had seen it out. And of I didn't space deal and with this situation. Yeah, I didn't deal with the situation. So it was like a it was a lie by omission. Yeah, it was like a, omission on multiple levels because like you didn't admit that you. Yeah. Or, or yeah, you just yeah, it was a lie. Yeah. yeah, you just didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you also yeah. don't want to deal with like, hey, can you put your dog back in its space? And you had to do yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did the right thing. Okay. It was the right thing. It was the right thing. And uh, so thank you for sharing that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel better now. I just wanted to come with the journey, and I felt like I couldn't. Yeah, because you, cause you also said you didn't have anybody to apologize to. You were like, do I have to apologize to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't want to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> okay. you, you didn't want to. I didn't All right. want to. And then we got to the lie, and you were like, I got to get this off I, my chest. I know, I couldn't do it yeah, How anymore. are you not every week just like, nothing? Don't apologize to anything? <laughs> I did this with Brittany, and she's like, I don't have anyone to apologize to. I'm like, nothing? Yeah. <laughs> nothing? Yeah. Think back. Think back. Yeah. Come on. Sure, we, there's something. There, there are there are episodes where we have nothing, and then as we're talking, we're like, "Oh shit, yeah, yeah, this. I yeah, I yeah be sorry for that." Whoa, 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 whoa! I forgot about that. Yeah. I blocked that one out of my mind for the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy how, uh, how how quickly you can completely forget that you did some shit. Yeah, you know, like absolutely just like whatever that old lady needed, but she needed to learn. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yep, yeah, maybe I cut her off like right before she got in line, but. Yeah, I turned fast. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Hey, we're good. We're getting up into the intellectual stuff now. Uh, so the, 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 again, we'll see how this goes. But 
this is uh, dealing with like the illusion of separation, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the third eye. Yeah. Right. We're up. We're up there. We're out yeah, of the we're, we're, we're into the third eye, and this is heavy shit. So, what are some things that you are something that maybe you you traditionally saw as separate, but you're learning or or not? They they are one and two sides, the, the same side of the coin. Same side <laughs> of the coin. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Uh, things that I assumed were separate that I think yeah. are kind of or conjoined now. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Something that. Uh, I mean, I guess I I kind of went. I don't, I don't want to say any more to kind of, uh, mm. you know. You don't want to lead? Uh, yeah, I don't want to lead. You know, I just want to see how this gets answered. Oh, dude. Most easily, it's just myself and the universe. I would say. Okay. I, you know, thought of myself as a really separate entity, but I've been reading a lot about just how life started in general and how it's, you know, there was one, one thing I was reading was saying how basically like a, lightning hit the soil and activated amino acids which then you know formed different combinations into like different cells amoebas blah 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 so you know reading about stuff like that and just kind of i think i was talking about it before just like, just identifying with the parts of you that are running on like electricity that kind of like primordial energy how it's like we're just made up of like the basic stuff and it sounds like one of those things like we're made of stardust yeah but it's like dude the, you know i think like uh, all but four of the periodic elements or come from nuclear reaction within like stars like they get so hot that it just spews out all of the stuff that we kind of, that forms our material world it's like just linking myself with that kind of that i come from that and i'm like nice you feel confident that like you said at the beginning like your energy like when you die goes back into the universe like do you think it goes back and like it's just like a ball of energy around the world or you think it's like you should retain like your your self energy or whatever like like you can go like haunt your loved ones or like you know like you know what know. i mean like the i know what you're talking about <laughs> I think you do you find individuality in that energy or is it just like a mass of energy that like i don't know because you're dealing with the infinite so it could be just both yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it, yeah it could still be that it also could be you know you might tap back into like the source of all things and you know it's like like well what's mad up to i'm like that guy dude yeah. source of back <laughs> into the source of all things yeah <laughs> But I don't know, you know, I've, I have no idea. I just kind of like, I just like that idea and I just think about it and I'm like, then, you know, you get into like religious concepts and you're like, yeah. it rules. It's a cool way to picture God yeah. as like all the energy in the universe. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about that a lot recently, like Sydney said, with losing my mom. And I feel like recently I feel like, like she is super present mm-hmm. in my girls. And it's mm-hmm. like that continuation of a cycle of like, you know, like, like, I don't know. I feel like there's more to like, the lineage of like your family mm-hmm. and like energy being passed down and like you're a part of them. They're a part of you. And yeah. like, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. the part that they're, she, they are her that, you know, it was like her, you, them, but that unbroken life cycle going now they get to be two kind of new people and personalities, but it's really that same yeah. life energy that will just continue on. Really cool. Yeah. I like to, I also, so, you know, because I'm into communication and I like to read, books on information and stuff I, I look at it as information that gets passed on so as much as god would be like all of the collective energy god is also all of the collective information that's mm-hmm. what that's what makes god all know it of course you know so like the inf- like <clears throat> the en- energy so again when matt's energy goes into the the all-knowing all the information he takes all the information with him puts that into the inf- you know into the collective 
And that's how God is all. That's how that's the omnipotence of God. So like the information then. Passed, your mom informed you. You informed your daughters. Therefore, your mom informed your daughter. So, of course, we're going to see a lot of your mom and our kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that rules. I like that kind of stuff a lot. Of like yeah. How long after? There's, you know, you, you have your body and you have stuff. Then there's like your, the things you do, the meaning that they kind of put out into the world and the things that the effects they have. And like, yeah, that can travel like really far into the future in bad ways too, which is like, that always kind of scares me straight. Like, just the thought of fucking up a family line for like <laughs> 800 years. <laughs> like, yeah. God damn, what an asshole. It, it kind of feels fucking ruining like, five generations yeah you can do it i, I can I, do it. i can go home and do it right now I, so easily i feel like uh you know when i if i listen to the stories that of, of that you know we all hear about our parents like i'm talking about ansley and my parents um it's they're kind of like like her dad was kind of at the end of a line of fucked up family and started i feel like our family is the starting of like a positive legacy for our combined family yeah you know and uh it's kind of neat that yeah way. And yeah it's, it, it, i mean and, and your your mother was our family matriarch and that's kind of cool mm-hmm. you know so that's uh yeah i feel like we're at the beginning of that now. yeah well the, it takes hundreds of years yeah. like like you were saying like generationally get to people who aren't just like being absolutely disastrous to themselves in the world oh yeah. like the majority of people are yeah. just kicking around and like not, I wouldn't say the majority, not that bad, but it's like, there's a lot of people who are just kicking around and fucking shit up. Dude, when, yeah. you, when you consider the, the luck it takes to just be with a person that you can get along with and then have kids with that person and then that person, if those kids find somebody that they can get along with and build with, you know, which again, so those hundred years that it takes for like two people, like one person in the family to kind of like mutate out of it and start not fucking up. They can immediately have kids that go right back into that old, you know, wheelhouse. Yeah. So it's like the fact that any family, you can look back in their line and see multiple generations of people that don't suck is impressive. Yeah, that's, dude, pretty nuts. Yeah. It's also, this is a cool thing about having kids because then you start thinking about like lineage and shit and mm-hmm. it's just so much better than being like, is this shirt cool? <laughs> <laughs> Does this shirt look cool? The shirt I stole from Target. Yeah. <laughs> No, this pocket tee when I lift my arms shows my belly button. Like, Whoa. I hate this shirt. Yeah, and uh, man, this is uh, all right. So we're 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 kind of at the last question here. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. So, what is the one thing that you don't feel like you can never give up? One thing I can never give up. Yeah. And then and then of course why and then what would it what would it mean to you to give that up? Like why would you know? Good question. I have so many things I couldn't give up. The uh, honestly, dude, it's like I could never giving up. Well, the main there's a million things I can think like writing all these things. Like I have, you know, I like that. But the main one would be giving up on not being like a miserable dickhead. Yeah, like just being like fuck, I fucking hate. I'm just gonna be a miserable dickhead. That's my ultimate thing of like making sure I just don't do that. You can become a miserable dickhead really easily. Yeah, but you know, Wait, so that, that's the that's my more overarching thing. I and what I'm saying not giving up is giving into that. Okay, so help my retarded brain for a second, because did you do you completely understand that? 
All right. So okay, but that is that's, <laughs> that's not a. I know what you're saying. It's giving up as a, like a thing you're doing. I'm talking yeah. about not giving up on not doing a thing. That doesn't. That yeah. kind of doesn't really. Count. You're like not. You're giving in to something. Like yeah, yeah. So that doesn't count. To. That's a bad answer. The, I would I would more say. Uh, but is that like giving up hope of like like what would exactly, what would drive you to the point to give in to that? Just being a bitch, I guess. I just give in to being a bitch and just being like, oh, this feels kind of good, actually. I'm going to do this yeah. for a little. I'm going to do it for like a week and I'll stop. And it's like, oh, that's nice. No, I would, I would say, uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, I, I just, like, I, I guess writing. I like to write, um, you know, or just kind of like, I don't know. I, I would have, years ago, I would have been like, I'm never going to give in. I'm never going to work for anybody else. But now I'm like, I'd go work for somebody. I don't care. Like, you know, if I had to, I, I wouldn't cry about it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's just not. I I can't think of a thing. I'm. I mean, obviously it's weed. Like yeah, no, no. <laughs> not giving that <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. So I've tried, and it's just like I've really come to the conclusion. Like if I just keep this, if I don't like pig out on this and keep like a small respectable amount of this in like a daily functional use or like every couple of weeks or so, I'm better off. Like, I've tried to quit weed, and I've quit weed, and it's like, this is the wrong move. I've done this a bunch of times. I'm like, I'm fucking up by not doing this. Yeah. So, probably weed. Yeah. So, I, I guess then... Um, that was a bad answer. I, no, no, that, I that's it. actually a really good answer. Because, so, what is it that you would be giving up if you gave up weed? Just the benefits of having it in my system. It, like, it's a net positive. Yeah. If I have, if I, you know, if, I, if I'm abusing it, it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But if I have, like, if I abuse it, that's one... That I'm going to this far that way, and I swing the pendulum back. It's like I'm not going to have it at all, and that's an equal mistake to abusing it. So I need to have a little bit of it in my system. Yeah, this is just do, what I've learned. How do you manage that from not going one way or the other? Like, are you like does that does that now become an additional feature of your life where you have to manage your your weed smoke in order to? It's pretty easy for me not to do it honestly, because if, okay. if I if I have too, I do always do edibles for the most part. And if I have too much, I fucking freak. Yeah. Like I just hit, I'll be in my bathroom and be like, like forget I'm in there for like 20 seconds and be like, <laughs> oh, fuck, this yeah. is not good. So it's like, I have the governor is pretty good on me. Like, if I redline that, I pay for it instantly. Yeah. I don't like guys are like, oh, I just fell asleep. It's like, I tortured myself for two and a half hours. I lost my mind for like an hour. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yeah, that's, you know, so it's easy to kind of keep the wheels on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, th- I think what I was trying to say is the thing I don't want to give up is my quest to keep moving forward and developing become complacent i was that's that kind of what i was trying to say yeah yeah yeah. i understand that thank you for rewarding that for yeah, my dumb brain no i was that was <laughs> i take equal fault in that yeah no Anthony got it kind of I mean, if, if a woman can get was it, that I a white lie <laughs> is that a white lie yeah, did you really get that i think so i mean yeah i think you're, yeah <laughs> yeah what he just said was that you were, you were thinking like his quest like no i didn't give, word it that way but how did you word it in your head? I worded it the way I said it, like not giving in to, to being a shithead. Yeah, right. similar. Like, very, yeah. very, like very similar up. things. Yeah. yeah, just being like, fuck it, I'm giving in. Yeah. You know, this is it for me. Yeah. And that's just that. It's like, yeah, can't do that. Yeah. I mean, this, is, uh, this has been an amazing experience. Dude, this mm. is a blast, man. Yeah. As soon as you told me the new format, I'm like, I want to do that so bad. Yeah. It sounds yeah, yeah, so yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I, it's, it's really late and we would ask you to do the Patreon, but like, I, I know Ansley has to get the kids to sleep and I yeah. know you have to yeah. do your thing. And, um, Wait, but, should we test it? Wait. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> do we yeah, have yeah. to? Yeah. It's a tough moment but for me. I, I do, I do want to get you on for a Patreon episode because the Patreon episode is, is 
is kind of different. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be a similar format, but, like, the questions are, like, very different. So I also want to okay. get you on for that. Yeah. And uh, so check it. Definitely subscribe to our Patreon. We'll get Matt on. It might not be the immediate Patreon episode after this, you know, but we, we will definitely have him on for the Patreon. Uh, so, Ansley. Yeah. After talking to Matt, after hearing everything that he had to say, did you feel like you became enlightened? I'm wiser. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I feel like um, there's been growth. So thank you. Nice. Yeah. Appreciate it. I appreciate it too. Sorry, Matt. I kept cracking my knuckles. I just realized I've been cracking my knuckles the whole time. No, that's, I mean, that's like all like, you know, uh, both heroes and villains crack their knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Like the good ones, like the good ones of each. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I only, I only fuck with heroes and villains that get their own hands dirty. You know, they're out there like cracking knuckles, like <laughs> fucking wearing bandanas and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so now this is, this is an absolutely uh, fun experience, man. I don't know if I necessarily became enlightened, but I definitely got wiser. Like, how did you feel talking all this stuff out? Same thing. Yeah. Kind of just went up, probably squeaked up a couple points on the scale. And I was Hell like, yeah. nice. I'm going more for kind of like personal salvation right now over enlightenment. Yeah. So that's, what, that's an attainable goal. What are those? What is, what is the difference? Purifying the ego versus like completely transcending it. Okay. Mm. I think that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> we just didn't know. Yeah. I yeah. think that's it. I think we're just trying to purify the ego yeah. so that we can, like, we're not necessarily trying to trend, we're trying to have a higher consciousness and then, like, do fun shit with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of people try to get a higher consciousness and just, like, float it off into the ether. Yeah. We're trying to, like, get a higher consciousness and tell better dick jokes. Yeah. Like, that's... That's salvation territory. Yeah. yeah. That's personal <laughs> salvation. Yeah. Well, Matt, <laughs> I definitely want to thank you for doing this. Dude, this is awesome. Thank you. This is everything that I thought it was going to be, and I can't wait to get this out to people. Thank you so much for listening. We're not going to do shout-outs this week. We're, we're a little bit pre- up against the clock. Oh, Old school. Yeah. We're up against the clock, so we got to get out of here. <laughs> but thank you so much for uh, checking this out. I hope you had a good time. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. It's, you know, as above is below. Our Patreon is below. It gets a little darker, but we have a little more fun. <laughs> Come have that with us and uh, check out Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast, of course. Overlook the novel. Get it. It's on Amazon. Right? Yeah. Totally yeah. And Kindle as well. Yeah. 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 Both. Worth it. It's a fun book. Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm like reading it. I'm I got... pumped you're reading it. I'm, I'm yeah. really pumped right now. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's about to be an audio book and yours truly is going to be doing the voice. So, of course, I'm, I'm now reading Matt's book four times in one reading. Voice actor, dude. 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 Phenomenal voice actor, too. I'm having the inflections a good, there. It's having a good time. It's good. Having a good time. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Two Yacht Bros. Check out our Patreon, and we are out. Yeah. Yeah. Shake out your.